Michael Rotunda Picture Music on Mondays, and it's System of a Down's Chop Suey. live on a Monday. We are joined in the studio uh, by Nick Santanasasso. We're going to call him Nick Santo for short because that's how he goes on the Instagram and on social media. He is truly an inspiration. And Nick, we really appreciate you being here, man. Thank you. Thank you, guys. I'm grateful for the opportunity. Yeah, dude, it's our uh, pleasure to expose you to uh, hopefully people who are unfamiliar with you and your story. And um, why don't you tell people what they need to know about Nick Santo, what you're all about and uh, your uh, your uh, your travels through life, my man. So um, Nick Santo Nastasso, I just turned 21. Um, and I was born I was born with Hanhart syndrome. And what Hanhart syndrome is is a super rare genetic disorder that either leaves the babies with undeveloped limbs or undeveloped organs. And um, I was the 12th baby in the world that ever had this syndrome. It was a super rare syndrome. Wow. And uh, the doctors told my parents, uh, you know, he's got about a 30, 30% chance to live because uh, usually the babies are born with undeveloped, undeveloped organs and right. later leads to death. So I was born and they did um, test on my organs. I was 100% healthy. That's why I'm grateful to be here, just living in a state of gratitude always. How about and, that? Uh, From jump, yeah. you, got, you got immediate perspective because you see so many people who, uh, who have the same condition who don't have the good fortune to have all of their organs intact, Absolutely. taking robbing them of uh, years of their life. Absolutely. So already people view you as someone, oh, well, the guy's born behind the eight ball, but realistically you view yourself as could be, but instead my organs are healthy, therefore I'm just going to keep chugging along. Absolutely. You know, uh, yeah, it could be worse. So. From the moment I was born, you know, doctors immediately put limitations on me. You know, yeah. like your son's not going to be able to be independent. Your son, your son's not going to be able to feed himself. You know, whole list. I had a whole list my like growing up my whole life. Right. And I always tell people, you know, the biggest motivational speech you can give me is telling me I can't do something. Yeah. Because I'm going to try it regardless. Absolutely. So you know, growing up, um, I didn't really realize I was different. You know, at a young age, just going through life. And um, as I got to like middle school, high school, like most judgmental times of your life, I kind of realized, you know, I was super different. And um, I, that was my low point. Middle school was my low point. And I, I didn't, I, my, big, my big question was why. Right. Why was I born like this? Why do I have to go through all these challenges? Why uh, me? Yeah, why me? Exactly. And, um, you know, I didn't know my purpose. And um, going through high school, I got up to sophomore year, and I wanted to be a wrestler. All my best friends were wrestlers. My older brother was a wrestler for the same high school. I wanted to be a wrestler. But at the time, my right arm, my short arm, um, was a little bit longer okay. and the bone was growing faster than the skin so it was very pointy and I couldn't really touch it on things very super sensitive right and um, you know I just like anything I want to do in life 110 percent and yeah. I came home one day and said hey mom and dad I want to be a wrestler what about your arm let's amputate it and are, are you kidding Nick are you kidding no this is something I really want to do let's let's schedule an amputation I want to trim down my arm and uh, here, here are the scars and um, just we, so you could wrestle absolutely um, so I shaved my arm down so it had cushion, a lot more comfortable. I'm so glad I did it. And, um, you know, I just want to stop and, you know, give a perspective. The only disability I saw was the fact that my arm hurt, not the fact that I had no legs and one arm because right. I knew my hard work and dedication would make up for my lack of limbs. Had you talked to the, to the county about if you did get your arm, you know, shaved down that they would let you wrestle? Uh, they wanted me on the wrestling team prior. Yeah. Um, they were like, dude, it would be 
sweet if you could wrestle. And, you know, that was the only thing in my head that was holding me back. So yeah. I knew I was allowed to be able to wrestle. Yeah. Absolutely. So you get the operation, everything's a success, and they say, all right, Nick, you wanted it, you got it, go out and get it, you're going to be a wrestler. Yeah, so um, I got I got the arm amputated, I went through a recovery, I remember it was Halloween, I, I didn't get the trick-or-treat, <laughs> but um, <laughs> that's the one thing that stands out. Sure. And um, I went through I went through the recovery, and then my junior year I tried out for the wrestling team, and I was JV, you know how you have a JV and you have oh, a yeah. varsity? Sure. And uh, JV, I got my butt kicked, and I expected this, you know, because I had no idea what I was doing. Um, but I'm in the room with my brothers, you know, my, my friends, and I'm like, you know, I don't want uh, anything less than 100% on me, like, right. beat, beat me up. And that's what they did. And uh, my senior year, I came out as the 106-pound varsity wrestler for Central Regional uh, High School. Dude, that is so and, awesome. Um, like I said, it was just, it was it was another reason to prove to myself and to prove to the people. At first, they were like, you, you know, you can't be an athlete. And then I went and did it and became a varsity athlete. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, like, I did it. Absolutely. And, um, you know, wrestling saved my life because I was in that low point. And um, wrestling, when I, went out, when I went out onto the mat, you know, I would have gymnasiums packed to watch me wrestle. And I wasn't very good. Like, I'll admit it. I wasn't very good. I had, like, three wins my senior year. But, you know, when I come off the mat and there's parents coming up to me and kids coming up to me, like, tearing up saying, you know, my kid never did a sport and watching you give it your all on the mat, like he wants to do track, he wants to do all this, and they're thanking me. And that was my, like I realized, yo, like this is your why. Like you're here to impact others by doing something that you love. Yeah. And uh, you know, I was like, you know, I'm, I'm 18 and I'm like, wow, like I found my why, like I need yeah. to pursue this hard. Yeah, because any kid who has any sort of uh, limitation that is placed on him by either himself or someone else can look at a guy like you who's been told ever since he was a little kid, you physically can't do this. Yes. Uh, you give those people not just a voice but a presence. They can look at you and go, man, this guy is overcoming insurmountable odds just to keep going every day, let alone setting a goal like wrestling and then making the team as a senior. Yes. Dude, that's incredible, Nick. Thank you. I that appreciate so it. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, what is your, I'm trying, I don't want to be a creep, but I'm trying to read your tattoo as we're doing the interview. What does that say? So uh, the one on my bicep, it says, you laugh at me because I'm different. I laugh at you because you're all the same. Yeah. And that's, you know, and that, and that's not even like as the, in the physical form of a body. Right. Strictly is just, I always try to tell people like, don't be a sheep. No. You know? Be different. Be different. Be, Hell yeah. Be the guy who's not yeah. afraid to ask that extra question or express an opinion Absolutely. that people might not find popular. I, mean, I like to be different. Yes, Michael Rotunda. I was just giving him a. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we thought, yes. she, we thought her, she had Preach. her hand raised. I know, Take I'm me thinking to this church. Is, she's like, speak, preach, hallelujah. <laughs> uh, we are in the studio with Nick Santo. Uh, check him out on uh, on Instagram. It is uh, Nick Santo five three four. Thank you, Seth. Uh, Boom. I saw that you did some stuff with uh, with the Walking Dead. With uh, what is it, Andrew Lincoln? Is that yeah. uh, Officer Rick? Oh, how did you get hooked up with those guys? So um, that's something that I didn't mention during that little that little phase. So as I was doing the wrestling. The app Vine came out. Yeah, I remember and, that. And um, you know, I'm still trying to find my why, and uh, I was like, you know, I want to put I want to put something out on the internet that no one has ever done in the world because if I do that, it's gonna catch. Yeah. And then if I gain a following, it'll be a bigger outlet for me to spread, you know, positive vibes. No doubt. And uh, so the inspire and entertain. I wanted to show these kids like, look at Nick like doing this stuff, like not caring about his like physical differences, like I could be happy too, kind of thing. Right. 
I dressed up as a zombie. I dressed up as a zombie and I went to my local Walmart and I scared someone. Oh. And uh, you know, I went around the I went around the uh, I crawled around the corner and went. That's messed up, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's messed up. Yeah. That's more of the entertain than but, inspire. But like I said, have you ever seen it done? No. 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 So I put this thing on Vine and I'm like, man, I hope this gets a couple hundred likes. I wake up in the morning, has eighty thousand likes, eighty thousand revines. And it went internationally viral. I was getting, you know, interviewed by all every country, you know, just you know, this this kid making what people call disability into like a positive. Right. And uh, so I kept I kept posting those videos and in under a year I gained over a million followers on woo. Vine. And um, you know, I was I was Nick the zombie prank guy, the zombie king. <laughs> yeah, and I'm seeing these these highlights of you uh, pranking zombies. So then you you're doing that. How do you get hooked up with the guys from The Walking Dead? So um, Fox International contacted me and said, you know, hey man, we're doing a uh, they're doing a press release, a tour um, for the new season, and uh, we want you to prank Norman Reedus. And uh, they're like, there's no better guy than you. Yeah. Um, you know, we'll hire you. Come out to Tokyo, Japan. Um, they put me up in the Ritz. We, it, yeah, we, we had a great time in, wow. in Tokyo for a week. And the funny thing is, I had to, before the prank was done, I had to stay on the, the down low because Norman already knew who I was through the internet. No so way. if he would have saw me in the same hotel as him in Japan, he put in two Tokyo, two yeah, absolutely. So like they took me through the secret elevators and stuff. Great time. So <laughs> so what was it like pranking him and, 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 uh, and getting Norman Reedus, who plays Daryl in The Walking Dead, to think you were a, a zombie guy? So, you know, he thought he was going into an interview and they and I would they rolled a trolley cart in and I was under the trolley cart and they had like snacks on top of it you know my parents are in the other room in the yeah. waiting room everyone's watching I have a uh, an earpiece in and uh, uh, the sheriff he's uh, Andrew Lincoln he's yeah, yeah. in my ear and um, they roll me in. And is he in your British style? Is that, okay well, I mean it looks like uh, Norman Reedus is coming <laughs> yes. into the room right? Yes and um, you know I'm sitting there and like there's a there's a cloth there and I'm like wow like Norman Reedus is on the other side of that cloth like <laughs> yeah. I, I I didn't know if I was gonna get anything out sure I thought I was gonna go to like screech and it would just be quiet <laughs> yeah so I'm sitting there and then all you hear is go Nick go and I go out and that's when I did the scare oh man <laughs> <laughs> oh, and he reached out and he gave you a hug yeah. too look at that oh and then Andrew Lincoln and everybody comes in there's Ashton Kutcher and you've been punked <laughs> uh, Nick Santo is in the studio with us uh, born with no legs an underdeveloped right arm and a left arm which has one finger uh, Nick who inspired you because it, it almost seems like you inspired yourself yeah do you have a figure that someone who, who is a good figurehead for you along the way or is this, does this all come within so um, you know it was hard. I, I feel like it was hard for me to look up to someone that I could compare to, and um, there there are two people that stand out. Nick Vujicic. Um, Nick Vujicic is that um, that preacher with no legs or arms um, that goes around speaking. I actually met him when I was about ten or twelve. I went to one of his uh, speeches at a church, and we met backstage. And uh, Kyle Maynard. Uh, Kyle Maynard. Um, he was a wrestler. He was born. Uh, he had. Uh, he has no legs, mm. or and has like shorter arms like me. He climbed Mount Kilimanjaro. Like he's a beast, wow, and like we're buddies. Like we keep in touch. We're gonna be linking up, but like that, those are the two people that inspired me. Like that I can compare to. Yeah, we um, you know, Nick, a lot of people uh, fail to have perspective a lot of the times, and all of us uh, who who have two arms and two legs, we say, oh, we can't do something, or oh, woe is my life because I'm having a hard time paying my bills. Uh, for people like that, do you want to inspire them? Do you want to do you want them to get them to realize that, hey, man, it's not as bad as you think it could be because someone has it worse, or do you kind of realize that it's all relative and everyone's struggles are their own, but you can still be a light to those people? Um. I feel like, you know, I don't want to even 
even throw any negative vibes anyone's way. So like, um, the only thing I could do is put advice out there and show you, um, you know, physical examples of me being happy. And if you implement it into your life, then you implement it to your life. But you know, like for the people that don't want to, and don't want to change your life, like, Hey, you do you. Like, I'm not trying to throw any bad vibes yeah. anyone's way, you know? Only positive vibes. Absolutely. That's Micah Rotunda. Uh, Nick, what made you move to Tampa? Because you just moved here, right? Yes, I just moved to Tampa about three weeks ago. Right. And, um, you know, where I was at um, back home, I couldn't grow. I couldn't grow the way I wanted to grow. And um, my mentor, Chris Cavallini, who is the CEO of Nutrition Solutions, mm -hmm. um, he's my mentor, basically my big brother. And, um, you know, with his set of people in the environment and even for the fitness industry and the speaking industry, like, I needed to get out of my little town. Yeah. And I needed to grow, so you know, I made I made that investment in myself, and this was sure. an amazing move for my career, all my careers. Just a warning for you: when people see you around town, now they might yell "LOD." It stands for <laughs> Legion of Drew. It's just they're showing Got up it. to our show, so you know they're not awesome. they're not calling you names or anything. <laughs> you know, you stand out, someone in a crowd. So when you when you see Nick around yeah. town, please welcome him to Tampa. And now, if you say "LOD," he'll know what the hell you're talking awesome. about. Awesome, <laughs> he's, he's an inspirational guy for sure. Right, Nick, you're able to drive without any problems? Yes, I I, I drove here on my own. Wow. Um, yes. So what? my car is, uh, I'm grateful that, you know, my parents were able to get me the car that I wanted and the adaptions. And uh, my car, basically, I drive the steering wheel with my left arm, one hand, and then um, it's like a boat level lever or, or plane throttle. Right. So I push forward for gas and I pull back for brake. And then I do all the blinkers myself and all the... You ever got into stuff. an accident? You can be I honest. Not. You have not. not? No. I'm a very good driver. Man, alive. Because yeah. you imagine you get into an accident, you get out, you're like, you son of a... Okay, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> Are you good at texting and driving? <laughs> I've done it. I, I texted, I texted, I texted, I said I'm oh, three no. minutes away. Oh, no. I did. Don't do that. It's dangerous. <laughs> no Dang texting and driving. Very, very dangerous. Okay, so I don't know if you have been following Nick on Instagram. I started about a week ago when Micah told me about him. Same. I mean, he, he posts his workouts that he's doing. He's Brief like... Beast. Like flipping tires, it Beast. is it is absolutely unbelievable. I mean, how did how did you get to the? I mean, how did you get to the point where you're able to do those things? So um, after after Vine, you know, um, Chris instilled in me, you know, like dude, you have a lot of potential. You have so much potential, and I realized, you know, I could be much, I could spread much more value um, than just being a prankster. Right. You know, I could be, you know, I I made the decision that I wanted to be a fitness model, I wanted to be a bodybuilder, and I wanted to be a motivational keynote speaker. And uh, I made an announcement, and all these people followed me for my pranks at the time. And, uh, you know, I posted that yeah, this is what I'm going to do from now on. And I started posting fitness videos. And for like a year straight, I didn't get as much love. Um, you know, some people were like, dude, I like your pranks. You know, right. they had their own opinions, absolutely. And, uh, you know, I wanted people to realize that I was serious. And I dialed in on my training, and I dialed in on, on my, my eating, you know, getting prepped by Nutrition Solutions. Like, that's all I eat. Like, I eat super clean. And, uh, you know, my body just kept kept getting better and better. And last year, I got signed to Cage Muscle, which is the number one rated supplement company in the world on bodybuilding.com right now. And um, that was just, again, just show, show myself and show other people, like, you told me I couldn't do this, and I did this. I right. told you I was going to do this. Um, six months after, I got contacted by Reebok to work on the Be More Human campaign, um, the same campaign that Conor McGregor and J.J. Watt were on. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's happening, and I yeah. tell people, you know, I'm I'm not stopping until everything that I say is done. Like Good. I tell you what I'm going to do, and this is what's going to happen. Man, what a guy! This guy sets goals. He's out to inspire the world and entertain as well. Uh, John Senning also eats very clean. Tell tell Nick about that that donut <laughs> dinner he had the other night. Yes, yeah, see, I, I'm sure he has the same meal all the time because it's a, it's a very uh, nutritional meal that uh, helps build muscle. Yeah, I ate uh, multiple donuts for dinner the other night. Awesome. <laughs> Wait, I I got something. All right. So yesterday, I'm actually prepping. 
I'm stepping on stage September 9th for men's physique competition in Tampa, the Iron Bay. Oh, good. I'll see you there. Me too. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, this is me making a statement, and this is me making history. No one's ever stepped on stage like this before. Right. Um, but... My last cheat meal was yesterday. I had like six Krispy Kremes. Yeah. yeah. That, is the, that is the only thing that you two have in common. That is, wow. Six Krispy Kremes. Were they, were they traditional glazed? or They were all different kinds. Yeah. So you got to get a variety there. Nice. See, now you're inspiring. He knows how to reach and inspire everyone. He's got John Sending in his pocket He's touched now. me. I, I have a question, Nick. I, I was looking through your Instagram, and I see it appears that you were actually training with uh, the modern-day Maharaja, the WWE champion, Jinder Mahal. Yes. Is, was he a friend yeah. that you made when you when you got to town and have you been uh, training with him yes uh amazing man um i know him through nutrition solutions and chris cavallini um i mean we work out and there's going to be future workouts with me and him awesome you know that guy's the man how do we get to work out with you <laughs> i can't handle it um monday monday mondays wednesdays and fridays 6 45 at tampa bay conventional center i'll be doing cardio with go. the nutrition solutions team come on by man. um i would feel so guilty taking a knee i'd be like i'm sorry Nick. i, just, <laughs> I can't anymore i'm old so i'm not like that you keep going <laughs> no i bet i am <laughs> uh he is nick santo five three four on Instagram. Follow him there and uh, follow all of his pursuits. Man, you're a heck of a guy, Nick. You've inspired us all here today and I'm sure everyone listening is going to walk away a changed person. You uh, you have found your why, man. You found your purpose in this world and, and it's an honor to be able to bring it to people. Thank man. you, sir. I appreciate no, that. man. Thank you for this opportunity. Unbelievable. Micah, great job once again. Last week, Samoa Joe. Today, Nick Santo. I'm glad we brought her on the show. <laughs> uh, we'll come back with a little It's Okay, It's Not Okay. One we've never covered before. It involves breastfeeding, but uh, breastfeeding while doing some other activity that I'm hard-pressed to say that this one could possibly be okay. You'll find out what it is and whether or not it's okay next on Drew Grubba Live. Thank you, Nick.